So on today's episode of Stars Like Us, I am here with Frankie, the singer, songwriter, Sagittarius. Hey, <laughs> all those S's. Yeah, triple S. How's it going? It's so going so good. I'm so happy to be here. This is my first podcast, but I love podcasts. So to be a part of one is, it's an exciting day. It is an exciting day for me too. I'm so excited to hear your story and get to know you and ask you all of these really intimate questions that thousands mm. of people are going to listen to. Yay! <laughs> I'm an open book, so I'll say whatever. Perfect. So can you tell us a little bit about uh, what you do and how you got started and your journey into music? Totally, yeah. It's so crazy. I feel like the life of a musician, it really is like a gypsy a little bit. I feel like you have a million different chapters and different lives and um I'm kind of that classic case where I've been singing since I was three. Um, there's like funny home videos of me singing Phantom of the Opera and like annoying my parents. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah, I was a musical nerd from the from birth. Um, and then by the age by age ten, I saw like Avril Lavigne and Michelle Branch on the TV, and I was like, I need to play guitar. Like, what am I doing? And I taught myself guitar. What am I doing with this what? mask on? <laughs> no, I was trying to dance like Britney Spears and the Spice Girls, and I was like, this is not working. Something needs to be fixed. And it's like, oh yeah, guitar in front of me. Um, so then in high school, I would be in bands and whatnot, and then in college is when I met kind of my core group of collaborators. I met Petro when I was 17, who's produ who produced Dream State, my first EP, and a little bit of Stages, my second EP. And I met Joey, who Joey Orton, who's like been my main songwriter, collaborator. We've pretty much written every like Frankie song that's out together. So he's been huge. And so, yeah, we kind of all moved to LA and saved up all our money. And it was kind of that funny story where we just you know put all our eggs in one basket and crossed our fingers that it would work and then second song that I ever released it kind of went virally a little bit and then I got signed and like all the wave of like the music business came flooding in and I guess I became like a musician full-time which to me was like the ultimate success and so for the past few years I've been able to support myself off my voice which is like all a girl could dream of and um this past february i released my second ep and this time it was independently which has been really interesting and a challenge and also a blessing and it's been a really cool journey because i get to put out the music exactly how i want it and in the order that i want it and creatively everything is me 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 and that's been really nice and it's nice to continue to do that like i can release a song next week if i want to and this is like boom you know so what was your decision in deciding i mean other than of course you being a sagittarius but <laughs> what was your your decision in wanting to release this independently so i'd been signed with my label for three years and i loved them and they were really really supportive but um like any other thing kind of when you're associated with a big machine at some point if you're not making them you know, if you're not the top of their priority list, you can get a little bit lost. And I saw myself getting lost in the big machine of it all, even though I loved everyone there and I had really big supporters there. And so it was just kind of a mutual decision to be like, okay, maybe at this level, it's better for me to just go my separate way and release songs on my own. And 
you know, whenever I want. And that way I can just deliver to my fans that I know and love all the time and then grow there from there naturally. So I I hear this story a lot Mm -hmm. about people getting lost Mm -hmm. when they are with one of these like larger conglomerates that are supposed to be providing more opportunity and resources. Mm -hmm. What does that mean in reality? Like how does one actually end up getting deprioritized? Is it becoming deprioritized or like how does that, what does that mean and feel like? Yeah, it's just kind of like, you know, when you're really buzzy and uh, I guess popular a little bit then there's more attention on you. And then if, you know, one or two things kind of flop or like, you know, maybe it didn't go as well as they planned, it's easy to kind of like, you know, get a little less attention on you. And then it's kind of like a little bit more of a fight to then, you know, release that perfect music video that's in your mind or something or, you know, create the perfect DP that you want to say and the way you want to say it. Because sometimes that can also be a miscommunication. You want to say something from your heart and how you want to say it. And then maybe from their eyes, they're looking for something a little bit more commercial, which is totally fine. Like I see all sides of everything, but it is definitely a common thing that I've seen. And definitely amongst my peers that I've seen, I've had this com- this exact conversation with a lot of different artists and people who are kind of in my same level, I, I suppose. And it's interesting how an independent artist is actually becoming a little bit of the new norm. Mm-hmm. It's way easier now. Um, with streaming services and you know like I work with this awesome place STEM who like helps distribute music and gets artists paid and you know all the songwriters and stuff they do it all through their company and so it's way easier to be your own label you're just kind of missing that big machine power but that doesn't mean that I don't pair up with that in a few months you know what I mean it's just Mm -hmm. kind of like it's cool that when you separate from your label now it's not the end all be all you mm-hmm. can kind of be your own until you're ready to pair up with another one again, you know? Well, I, I feel like I've, um, across all different types of industries, creatives, you know, I, it seems like there is, it feels like being seen to get the attention of one of these big name corporations. Mm-hmm. Well, ultimately, it's a corporation, mm-hmm. an agency or a label. Mm-hmm. And then once you're there it's like so what and like totally and you know what's interesting a lot of the times what gets you signed is things that you did all on your own and all from you and all your ideas or whatnot and that got you to that level that then people want to pay attention to you and it's just interesting that sometimes when you then get into the label people then want to maybe morph you or you know think that you're one thing or something but sometimes people's successes happened more on their own then when they did pair up with the label. Did you experience that with sort of being um, the pressures of like being rebranded or uh, wanting to be pushed out or distributed to an, an audience or like labeled a certain genre that you weren't comfortable with? I mean, a little bit, but not totally. Like my my label was always like they they loved, you know, the whole like frankiness if you will of like the pop lane that I was kind of into um I think was just hard as at someone at my level is I want to get music out all the time and like reach my fans all the time and sometimes you know when you're at a big label with all these different artists on your roster like how many you know how much music can you put out 
within your budget and all that stuff there it's a little less accessible to get everyone's attention and be like okay are we are we releasing something okay we are okay great right 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 there's like so many more there's so many more moving parts exactly where when you're independent there's a lot of less people to go through so with you now working independently like what does a day in the life entail how do you keep everything moving and what are you are you now um supporting versus like what support systems do you still have that are not all just coming from like a one-man band so to speak right so for this last ep i did everything with ben rose who's one of my best friends and joey who i mentioned earlier and some with petro as well who's kind of like my main guys and we wrote and did most of the ep together and then there was a few songs where i was in sessions with others that um we did together but creatively it was all through us and then um i usually have like these weird clear visions of photos that i want to like that i see what the um, album covers and with everything and there was such a clear theme theme with my last ep that i kind of saw like this you know everything had like hidden hearts and because it was about a breakup and everything was very like love oriented and kind of skewed so creatively you're kind of able to do to be a one-man show you can kind of like you know get your friends involved take pictures of you like I have a guy in London who always like makes my photos look amazing and shout out to Gavin (laughs) and um From there, you know, these distribution companies are so great because you can then send everything to them packaged exactly how you want it. And then, you know, they can put it out for you. And I have this amazing publicist, Alana Gold, who, again, because I can just talk to her, it doesn't have to be through a million different people. We can brainstorm and we can work together and we can say, hey, these are the targets that we're looking for. This is how we want to premiere it. Boom. All right. Billboard's going to premiere your music video. Great. You know, it's like. I think the main difference is less conversations and more just one-on-one direct, let's get it all done. I mean, this that like makes my Capricorn rising heart <laughs> shine. Like that sounds like the dream. It really is. I guess the biggest downfall is when you're at a big label is you have this machine. When it's, when it's working in your favor, it's amazing because then you have all the money behind you, all the power and whatnot. So when you're independent, that's when it gets tricky. But if you use your money smartly and to the right people who believe in you and are going to help you, then you'll see it back, you know. So do you have to pay for everything out of pocket? Pretty is that how it much, works? Yeah. That's really expensive, I would imagine. It is. That's really... What's nice also about songwriting and like working with your friends and your peers is that like with the songwriting world, you can like split up the song in percentages and so you can cut people in a lot on the back end so that like when when the song does blow up or does whatever we all make money on it you know what I mean as opposed to like paying you up front so there's a lot of that stuff too and a lot of like you know favors and love going on but I know like it's like one of those things though that when we make it then we all make it when I make it then we all make it right it's a collaborative effort yeah exactly which I think is also like very much a reflection of your chart right you have hmm. your Sag, you um, Gemini. Yep, I have uh, Aquarius rising, and then I had um, your Gemini moon, right? Yes. Yeah, because you're a full moon. Mm-hmm. Sag. Yep. Communication being like totally the the, the vehicle mm-hmm. for all of these things. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I guess like with 
with that in mind, like it ultimately becomes a question of like, how do you reach the people so that you can tell your story? Exactly. And when there are so many, you know, when, when you have systems in place that help you get that message out there, fabulous. But if they become more of roadblocks Mm -hmm. than green lights, then Mm -hmm. it actually could become quite destructive. Totally. It's, um, yeah, it is a fingers crossed, let's do this and don't look back. And then if it doesn't work, don't regret anything. Just we'll figure it out. That's kind of like my mindset. And it can get really hard where you're like, oh my God, sometimes it's like, you know, you climb, you climb, you climb, you climb, you climb. And then you're like, take a break. And then you're like, oh, look what I did. But then you're like, oh, not good enough. Okay, let's keep going. Let's keep going. It can be really exhausting. But I think maybe it's the Sag in me. I don't know. I just see the see the vision and I keep going to it. And what if you were to try to describe the vision, what would it be? I don't know. It's This is also just yeah. an important practice, I think. So a- actually, now I'm, excuse mm-hmm. me for interrupting. No There's, this is a cool thing to think about in terms of like esotericism because there's two different types of powers with words. Like one of them is saying something, mm-hmm. um, which is actually what abracadabra is and that is a conversation for a whole other time is talking about the origins of the the cabalistic origins of abracadabra mm. but in short it's basically saying your will so there's that totally i believe in that and then there's also um when you don't say something it becomes powerful too hmm. you know like the secrets that we fester mm-hmm. and the you know, when we're afraid of something and instead of just being like, I'm nervous about this, like letting mm-hmm. it sort of eat you alive internally mm-hmm. without releasing it totally. also has power. Absolutely. So I do feel, you know, it's kind of like you could see it as damned if you do, damned if you don't. But it also right. is sort of like you pick and choose which form of power you want at any given moment. I tend to focus more on the abracadabra of it I focus more Mm -hmm. on the I'm saying it out loud Mm -hmm. therefore it's in the universe therefore I'm working on the astral and it's going to come back and I'm going to get it I don't like burying things because I feel like it's harder for them to reach their sources Mm. Um, so I actually I will give you the option if you do want to share your vision or if you would rather keep it in your internal power no I'm I agree with you. Like for me, bad thoughts and whatnot, it's almost like just say it out loud quickly to someone before right. it then becomes a big monster in your brain. Totally. Because I've had total days where I'm like, oh no, I'm not talking about it and it's eating me alive. Um, and then if you just nip it in the butt, then it'll have way less power. But I'm also a believer and I've been actually looking at a lot of, reading a lot of books about this and looking at a lot of YouTube videos. It's almost like saying it as if it's real and talking about your future is not as in one day as in like just say it like it is here almost and then it's like you're attracting it's like your subconscious is tricking itself a little bit and then we'll somehow make it happen yeah I mean it's like the it's like fake it till you make it except it's like a whole vibe what would you say like your biggest active frustration is on a day-to-day basis um my biggest frustration well it's flattering but it's also difficult because I feel like the biggest comment and you know thing that I get on social media is Frankie 
this music is so underrated she is such an underrated artist she's why is this not have like this many oh sorry to say your mic why does this not have um, this many plays or why isn't this getting viewed and it's like they're all such sweet comments and it's like so amazing but I feel like the frustration that maybe these people feel is also the same frustration that I feel where it's like I feel like my music is good enough but just for some reason isn't on like this biggest platform that I feel like it could be on and if it is I think it would do really well does that make sense so it's like just getting to that next level is the frustration so where like what are we manifesting right now like where do we want Frankie to be at this time next year not underrated so fucking real yeah um I love that (laughs) boom sharp that's it cutting (laughs) yeah um but like what do you where do you see like even with the state of music right now Mm -hmm. like what do you think about what do you think about it you know it's really interesting because I obviously am in the pop lane and I love pop music I feel like I'm not like super duper pop but I'm in the pop world for sure and a lot of music recently especially in the past like three years or so has definitely been hip-hop driven which is amazing but I feel like it, it's it's been harder a little bit for pop people to kind of like break through a little bit it's always kind of the top pop people that you always hear about are still staying on top wow I feel like I'm rhyming top pop like let's take a shot every time I say pop and um, <laughs> um, I think it's harder for the up and coming pop people to break through because there's the slot of pop is smaller than it used to be a little bit because it is a more hip-hop urban driven uh, popularity now and I feel like with indie music and alt music it is easier for those up-and-coming bands and up-and-coming you know super duper singer songwriters to break through a little bit like I feel like there's a lot of room for different levels of that genre I just feel like with pop it's almost like the marathon lane and it's like only a few people kind of get to where the finish line is and it's just a little bit harder for the up-and-coming people to kind of break through so who are the names of who is like running in pop right now I mean sorry just moving sure um Taylor just released a song today so she will be taking over which I love her she's my queen um I mean Camila Cabello is amazing she's taking she's everywhere I mean there's like kind of like your top Dua Lipa um who else there's kind of like your top five girls I would say Selena Gomez but none of those are you I agree I mean but like very distinctly none of those are you Mm -hmm. like I feel like your whole aesthetic and energy is um I don't know it 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 feels more um Aquarius rising to me I don't know how else to put it like it feels more funky totally yeah yeah yeah. I agree um I've always been kind of like a little off center I think when with my music a little more quirky a little more I don't know attitude or something yeah and to kind of point out this is not supposed to sound braggy at all this is just kind of like another thing when we're talking about frustrations and I'm just like being real and open book um I actually met Taylor Swift last summer and she had promoted or posted about my song before so I knew she like knew of me maybe even like a little bit or whatever and I went up to her and I was like Taylor this is Frankie you posted about my song like like a year ago I just wanted to say hi and she like totally like 
immediately knew who I was. We hugged it out. We talked about music. She like complimented me on my songwriting and all this stuff. And so it's like, that was such a huge pat on my back because it was like one of my idols like complimenting me. But it was also like, dang it. I know Taylor likes my music. How can I get it to where, like, how can I just reach a broader audience? And that's kind of like, it was like a pat on the back, but also like such a frustration, if that makes any sense. Do you want to be famous? It's not that I want to be famous. I think it's more like, I feel like I was brought here to be a musician. And I just want to like, I just want to do that for the rest of my life and be on a level where I can perform everywhere and write and like help other people with my music. It's like take two coins. Like what would you rather be? Would you rather be famous but not a musician? Or would you rather be a musician and then deal with the fame or not have it at all? And to me, I'll always choose the musician route. So it's like at my core, it's like, do you want to be famous? It's like, no. But -hmm. I want to be at a level where if fame comes with it, sure. But it's more like, okay, great. I'm spreading my music everywhere and that's my life now. Does that make sense? I used to like asking people if they would rather be like a one-hit wonder Mm. of, you know, any, like the proverbial one-hit wonder um, and then never really be remembered Mm -hmm. or recognized for, and it's like kind of like a shitty one-hit wonder too. Right. I don't know, like Rebecca Black, like that that kind of one-hit wonder Uh or make an incredible body of work and then die and then your work becomes like heard and recognized. Almost like Pink Moon, what's his name? I'm forgetting it, Nick something. Yes, I know exactly who, what, what kind of lane you're talking about. Um, honestly, that one, I mean, to have a one it wonders really, like I don't see that as a bad thing. I think that's really cool. And in your own way, you go down in history still if that's like what you're looking for. But I feel... I don't know. I'm like such a singer songwriter at my core. Like to me, I don't want to sing other people's songs. I don't want to, you know, be told what to say. I just want to express myself. And so that's so important to me. It's Taylor just said something the other day. She was like, take your lessons and make them become your legacy. And that's totally how I feel. Like I would rather whatever I experience that becomes then my art versus kind of one big little like high moment Mm -hmm. of, you know, of, blase type of one hit wonder each phase like I, I just still wouldn't believe the other would happen which right. is why I know that whatever's in the future it's like all fine do you know what I mean like I kind of have to tell myself like whatever happens happens just you know keep doing you but it's like each little chapter like you were saying if, if I was 16 and you would have told me I would have had a record deal I would have slapped you or something but then if also <laughs> when I would have a record deal and then you would have told me you know your next EP will release independently I would have been like huh like you know like everything kind of has its little cycle I don't know the pendulum if you were to I mean for people who are trying to break out right now um who are talented and are pursuing a career in music uh, as a singer songwriter like what would your advice be to them with all, everything that you've experienced and are still experiencing I would say the more you can control and be authentic 100% authentic the better like the more you can do on your own that's coming from you and your heart and what you have to say in your clear vision the further you will succeed um, and the more people will want you like if you can build something on your own first 
then you can like keep skyrocketing up. Um, and don't try to sound like anybody else. Don't try to write a song to sound like someone else. Just be you. Cause I feel like, you know, some of my biggest songs were when I was like, I don't care. Let's just make it, let's just make this, this, because that's just the song. That's just it. And then whatever happens, happens. Even with like self-worth almost like, yes. you know, people kind of cheapen their self, themselves a lot and say, I can't afford that. So I'm not going to go on that trip. Buy it, figure it out. You know what I mean? It's like, I kind of felt that with my EP. I was like, okay, I have this money. I could live comfortably, really comfortably for a year. Or I could say, screw it. I'm going to put all my money in this and like try and make my dream come true. You know what I mean? And I feel like it's those risks that you take is what gets people further along in their journey. I mean, obviously, or else I would have just stayed comfortably, you know? I put something out in the world. Do you want to know something crazy? What? 140,000 songs are submitted to Spotify a week. That's so many songs. Yeah. And when I heard that, it made me like forever grateful for any New Music Friday or any playlist that I've ever been a part of because it's just like, wow. That is so much. (laughs) Where can we find you and start like putting getting your work out everywhere so that this time next year we're like oh my god the title is frankie is so overrated <laughs> right frankie is <laughs> no we're not saying that but maybe we're gonna be like oh my god like frankie again like i just heard the song on the radio every time i change the dial amazing um you can find me at frankie music everywhere um instagram facebook everywhere um twitter and then frankiemusic.com is my website. And then on Spotify, Apple, iTunes, it's just my artist name is Frankie and then all caps. And my first EP was Dream State and my second EP is Stages. Woohoo! Woo! Thank you so much. Thank you.